Hello, this is Michael from BoiledSports.com. Yes, I still do things on this website occasionally, and I'm here to talk today about Purdue's loss to Northwestern this evening. Um, Purdue came into this game 2-0, looking a little shaky at times, but still good enough to get some important wins, uh, and then left Rossade with a loss to the now 4-0 Northwestern Wildcats, who are also a top 25 team. Purdue drops to 2-1. And as we look forward in the schedule, um, it's going to be very interesting to see how they're uh, able to play off the string. But before um, we spend the next week or so talking about the next games on the schedule, I think it's important to uh, bring up maybe three points in the game today that really led to Purdue's uh, inability to, pu to uh, put another W up. So the first thing that I'm going to talk about is Aiden O'Connell's performance. I think uh, three games into the 2020 regular season, we pretty much have a good sense of who Aiden O'Connell is as a quarterback. He doesn't have a very strong arm, um, but he tends to be a fairly solid decision maker. He completed nearly 83% of his passes last week. This week, however, he his completion percentage was less than 55%. He tends to take bad sacks, um, nine on the season, many on third down. Uh, he's just that that decisiveness, that mobility that sort of can get out of those tricky situations is not a strong suit of his. And so we've seen him uh, uh, really just um, uh, struggle in, in, in those types of situations. He also uh, does not do a great job running through a progression or looking to multiple receivers, tends to lock in on a guy. And from an accuracy standpoint, um, he doesn't always put the ball in a position where his receivers can make a play, although with guys like Milton Wright and David Bell and Xander Horvath, he has a bunch of players who are able to make plays out in space, but uh, we're seeing some limitations there. I think um, given these limitations, they raise two questions. One, um, where is Plummer and some of the other quarterbacks on the depth chart? Uh, at if these types of performances from Aiden O'Connell aren't enough to get them a shot at, at, at on game day. Um, and the other one is, you know, we really thought Brom was an innovative, creative play caller, and he is, but we haven't really seen that a whole lot this year. And I think the assumption is that we haven't seen it because uh, Aiden O'Connell doesn't quite have what it takes to, to really stretch that playbook the same way that that some of Purdue's previous quarterbacks have. He's still a really good quarterback. Um, he's a lot better than anyone expected. He's still really good in the fourth quarter. Um, and uh, I think he's probably the quarterback moving forward, but um, the, the team has got to play around some of those, uh, those limitations. The second factor uh, that really sticks out when you uh, watch the game and look at the box score it was the rushing attack. Xander Horvath has been really great. I mean, 300-yard uh, rushing games in a row heading into this game. He is he is Zeus with some wheels on him, uh, but today he struggled a little bit, and a lot of that came, frankly, from him uh, having to fight off defenders behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, for whatever reason, the offensive line was not quite able to get him the, the space that he needed to do the things that he needed to do. Um, in the receiving game, he was the only player to eclipse 100 yards which he had exactly um but otherwise uh when you rush as a team for a grand total of two yards 
including negative 24 from Aiden O'Connell. But even if you take that out, that's still 26 yards between Xander, Horvath, Milton Wright, and King Doru. Um, you're just, you're just going to have a hard time winning any sort of game. And then the third factor was Purdue's defense, which, um, uh, you know, uh, you hear the, the phrase bend and not break a lot with um, these types of defenses, and I'm wondering if maybe that's really just an excuse. Uh, Northwestern, especially on that first drive, had no problems moving the ball down the field, and um, 55 played tough. I mean, there's some good players on this team. Uh, nine, you know, had a couple of balls knocked down and was really doing a great job there. But um, overall, uh, Northwestern could get a play when they needed to get a play done, especially on third and fourth down. And Purdue did have a couple stops, but it was um, not a dominating performance by, by that half of the team. And honestly, it's sort of in line with what we've seen from this team uh, in previous games. So I think we have um, a little bit of a a little bit of a thing um, that we have to think about here is 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 this a Purdue defense that's going to be giving up uh, twenty seven to forty points a game? Are they are they going to really put that on the offense in order to to match that scoring? And if so, are we calling the right game on offense in order to make up those points? So overall, not a great performance by Purdue. It was not a very entertaining watch. The weather, I'm sure, had something to do with that. Just a general anemic performance, not a lot of urgency from Purdue. A lot of that had something to do with it as well. Injuries are still a problem. Carr, um, Big George, uh, and, of course, Rondell Moore, all significant players for Purdue, all out with injuries. Uh, not quite clear on what the what it looks like in terms of getting everyone back. So um, I think this was... Uh, a team where they would have to perform well in order to 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 get the win. Like they couldn't rely on luck as they've done in the past, and and they didn't get that. And Northwestern, to their credit, did a great job putting it away. So kudos to the Wildcats for that. So this one, let's uh, see what the team learns from the loss and how they go moving forward. Again, this is Michael with BulletSports.com, and thank you for listening.